Podcast. It's the day before, so shit, it is emergency. Episode of Those Millennials Podcasts. Today I'm your humble, grateful, extremely thankful host, K the Classic. I'm here with my nearest and dearest, my boys and friends in real life. Rail's here with a very clean Aaliyah shirt. Rail, how's, you, how's your mental health? How's your pockets? What's Gucci? Never answered. And Clips, you're not a guest anymore. Uh, our fourth member of Those Millennials, basically. Clips, how are you doing? How's your pockets? How's your mental health? Hey, uh, I got a 5% raise on the way, so <laughs> pockets looking a little better than they was yesterday. There you go. There we go. Always, we always you know, need that. Mental health is it's good. I think the, the students, the college students is trying me just a tad bit. Uh, they don't know how to act because sports is back. So for those who don't know, I run an NRL sports program at Cal State Northridge, and they be wilding over there right now. But other than that, we good. Can't complain. Fire, fire. Um, so a, a little bit of housekeeping before we get to everything. We got a lot to get to on this pod, but this pod literally on Tuesday looks a whole lot different than, I mean, it was going to be a whole lot different show if we was going to record Tuesday than what it is today. So if you don't know, the Dame News dropped, so we're going to get to that. We're going to talk about the thirstiness of social media and all these sites with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. We're going to get to Usher in the Super Bowl halftime. Uh, we're going to get to all that shit, but we're going to get to this Dame news. But first, we're going to get to the not list. Real, we're going to save your bets for the second half of the podcast. Real, hope bro's cool with that. Real, you all right? Everything cool? You didn't do so good anyway last week, so it's all, it's, it's all love, though. It's all right? It's all love. I mean, I didn't do so good on these bets. I mean, I'm, I am I mean, I have other bets, but okay. the one I provided for y'all, we, we getting killed at home, so... <laughs> The ones, so the ones you drop here are bad bets, but the ones. But no, but no, I mean, no, I mean, we're already here. Fuck it, you know, you know, you know. Whatever the hell that means. I mean, we're already here. Let me give my, let me give my picks. We're already here, you know. Okay, so again, we're gonna do Rails picks. The the, the orders just fucked up again, so we're gonna start with Rails pick. Rails picks is again sponsored by Radio Shack for all your electronic needs, cell phones. Uh, walkie-talkies, remote control cars. Please shop at Radio Shack for Rails picks. So last week, if you gamble, you know it was a bad beat. Uh, Clemson lost uh, by two points to Florida State. That was a dog we took. Uh, Notre Dame, the coach, I believe he may have had a little something on the game himself because he put ten players on. The, he put ten players on the field at the very last, on the very last play. Um. So, I mean, then we lost. I think we hit on the Packers one. I forgot the other two picks. But I always give you three college. I mean, three NFL and two college. I, I, I have my record by um, next show. Um, but this week, I'm going to go with a straight chalk. This is one I'm going to put a lot of money on. So, I'm going to say oh, okay, at least two units. So, depending on what your unit size and how you gamble, your unit size is your business. So, if one unit is $20 for you, one unit for me is maybe something else. I'm going two units bank on count, the bank count different over there. Clips bank count different over there. 
I'm going two That's my units. my boy right there, you know what I'm saying? A two unit on a three-play parlay, money, all on the money line. I'm going 49ers minus 1,000. I'm going the Eagles minus 400. And I'm going the Vikings minus 180. Oh, they finally going to get a W. Vikings finally get a W? Yes, the Panthers, Bryce Sellers is not even playing. They, they're desperate. They have to win. Kirk Cousins is playing out of his mind right now. Uh, so I'm going they with losing. That. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't. I mean, yeah, I mean, that game versus the Chargers wouldn't how you would expect it will go. Um, I don't know. So, hey, those are my worst. They could have had 70 hung on their head anyway. I'm sorry. Not so, <laughs> two two <laughs> units on that three team parlay. I'm going Niners. I'm going Vikings. I'm going uh, Niners, Vikings. Who was the third team? That's Niners, Vikings, Niners, Vikings, Eagles, three-team parlay. I like that. It gets you – actually, it gets you a plus 115 on that. So, they, it's going to get – so, 100 bucks will get you, like, 239. So, you'll double your money plus some on that three-team parlay. I like it. I like it. Um, real quick, worst team, Panthers or uh, – wait, no, no, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Broncos or or – who does it say? Bears. What's worse? Um, Bears, 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 Bears have no direction. I mean, uh, you know what? Even like I actually watched that. I Miami think the game, Broncos like, quit. <laughs> no, no, like their defense is dog shit, and it's not being it's not being called out. Like, like people keep like talking about Russ, but Russ hasn't like Russ hasn't bad. played that bad. He's played, yeah, he's yeah. not played great. But and he threw saying. one of the awesome ass hail marys, and he brought him back versus the Commanders, and he threw that awesome ass hail mary that they, if he would have just hammered the two point game, maybe they would have a win. Clips, do you agree? Deep. Worst, worst team, Under- Bears or or Broncos. I mean, I, I agree. I agree because the Broncos edge them with at least offensive direction and schemes and how they should be playing. The Bears, it was funny, one of my homies was just saying, like, pretty much Fields just he just can't see out there. Like it's it's like he needs a prescription. Like he he don't He's blind. He's blind to the game, and he's not the same player that he was in college. So the unfortunate piece for him is when when he looks it's at that culture. game, the it's speed, the, the yeah. But he also yeah, the the coaching matters. It's funny like that that meme of the kid saying, "This is the worst game ever," and players you did great, but it's the coach's fault. Like that's what the, the, their it, it, season remind me of. That could happen. So yeah. And and I'm not too worried about the Bears because they're in my division. So sorry, guys. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. You got so, a hill coming tomorrow. He's, I guess he's talking about you. Yeah. Those kitty cats bite the lions. Look, look, young man. I'm not I'm I'm not even gonna um play X's and O's with you because the way you bet. But I will tell you this, worry about your own team. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and get to the not listen, so we can get to 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 what's burning, what's hot. Um, all right, so not list is robust uh, in very, 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 very widely spread between topics of stuff. So I'm gonna do my best to just um, keep it down to ten, but we'll see how this goes. Shit. <laughs> Excuse me. All right, so number one, this one just came on the wire. Um, this I actually hate, by the way. 
Um, so Brittany Renner went on Club Shay Shay and she revealed that uh, her body count is 35 people. My question is this why is it a blog post for women's first? Okay, so why is it a blog post and why do we care about people's, especially women? Why do we shame women for body counts now? Like, I mean, we've always done it, but like, I don't, I don't understand it. I just don't, pre- you know, just because, you know, you woke up and took a plan B doesn't mean it doesn't count. So, um, y- you know, it, 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 <laughs> don't laugh at it, Clips. He won't stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying she's lying. So, um, wait, so is uh, that what everybody's saying? Everybody think that, that, that she's lying about the count? They think it's higher? Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. that's wild. She's definitely lying. I mean, but at the same time, what the fuck does it matter? She's a beautiful woman, and these all these athletes who interview her probably sleep with the four times as many people as they do, and they all sleep with the same fucking people. So it doesn't so if, really if matter. If we are going to talk about counts for uh, speaking for somebody that actually read her book, I think thirty five is light to me for somebody who started sex early like she did. I think thirty five is light. Some women have this thing where if like if it was after a certain time and they had certain drinks and if he didn't cream pie, then it doesn't count. Which we sh- I mean what? It, I, mean, I let me what let me say rules? this. Yeah, real something's wrong, real. Um if we are if we again I don't like body counts, men or women. I don't like people counting people's body counts. But if we are gonna do that in this instance, how you should do it is how many person have had in a year. In my opinion, like if they were at this number, then it's like as a dude out here dating, that shit don't fucking matter. You could have been fucking the day before we met and I wouldn't have known because anybody going to tell you the truth. That's true. I mean, you know, you know, so it's like so so at the end of the day, what does it really matter? Who is she? Who is she with when she's with you is what I say now. Does it really matter? Like, you know. I mean, you don't want nobody just laughing at you, but in the day, it's like most of the people who laugh at you don't understand how, how who you are, or if you, you know you hit off the system. Like my thing is, I just think it's stupid. My my even... thing is this too. Like after watching, I was gonna listen to that pod, but I didn't get a chance to. But I watched the clip. She willingly gave it up without like Uncle. Uh, That's just what type of time she's on though, bro. Yeah, like like yeah, like Uncle didn't even like ask her the question like that she was asking something else and she just like willingly gave it up which may, just makes me skeptical of just shit like that but, well, look i'm gonna say this to your initial question why does it matter and i'm air quoting for america yeah. um it, because and i know we don't get into this type of semantics on the pod but so, religious aspects create a narrative for that that's i'm gonna say that but i'm gonna say this in 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 layman's term for real niggas the the type of women who we create if we are single men doing shit like this is based off the type of women we dislike so we turn them into that and then vice versa the same type of niggas that women hate and complain about are fucking them niggas so where are we at so anyways that's my ted talk <laughs> Clips TED Talk. All right. Uh, well said. Um, all right. So this is a true, true not list. And the, again, the reason chopping. why the not list was created because of these two people. And we're not going to talk about this. So we are never, let me get this, ever talking about Krishan Rock and Blueface. 
ever on this podcast. But only thing I will say is please, please, please pray for that child. And I'll leave it at that. Yes. Don't let the baby be a victim to the circumstance. 100%. Leave it at that because everything that got going on is bullshit. All right. Fuck them. No. <laughs> Number three on the not list. Uh, officially starting yesterday. Well, I guess today the, the writer strike is over. Congratulations. Uh, it's no longer tentative. The, the ink is dry. The writers uh, actually, I think some shows actually uh, resumed today and actually finished up. I saw House of Dragons actually finished up whatever they had. Like, so the tentative deal was it was spoken yesterday that the tenant that, that they had a deal, but it wasn't signed yet. Like it still need to be looked over, but it was finalized today and literally house of dragons finished today which makes me like damn y'all didn't have much of shit left to do on this fucking thing but uh so but house of dragons supposed to come back in 2024 um but now i know uh now we got to worry about the actors strike because they're still striking and we still got to figure that part out so but the writers are set uh shows like um the tonight show uh the late night shows will come back but like all the other shows are going to take some time. Like maybe they might resume in January and the ones that are already done might be able to drop, but like the ones that <clears throat> will still be in developed and worked on, they're going to take a little more time to be finished and done now. So positive. We're moving in the right direction. Um, but now I don't know if you guys saw this news around the wire. This is a bonus for the not list. Now the writers of the gaming industry are on strike. I don't know. If, did you guys see that? Yeah, so all the well, I, I, I hope they figure that out because there's no way we need a 2K every year, guys. <laughs> the writers for uh, I, I kind of need I it. Think, well, I 2K is done by every year. 2K is not done by yeah. But it's just I saw uh, Activision, huh? I said I kind of need a 2K every year. It just symbolizes change for me, you know, bro. You paying sixty dollars for uh, just a new roster? You, yes. It's worth it to oh, pay well, $60. Oh, well, for- let yes. me be stupid. <laughs> I'm trying. I do it too. I do it too, so I can't even say anything. I literally bought Madden and I played it like maybe under 10 times. And I'm, I know I'm not going to touch it anytime soon. That's just, it, I'm stupid. Anyway, they it's got okay, me. Guys. They got me. Um, but yeah, hopefully the uh, the gaming, the, the writers in the gaming uh, world, uh, uh get what's due to them too because um it's strike season man every done the, the workers for uh for for these auto companies are on strike is this a lot of people going on strike a lot of uh fuck the man industries are going on strike i should say i'm thinking about starting a little something myself where i'm at all right number four on the not list <laughs> uh i'm gonna just go ahead and say it congratulations to brianna stewart on winning league mvp whatever um, no, nah, I'm not even hating. Congratulations to Brianna Stewart. Very close MVP race, by the way. I've, I've said many times on this podcast, to me, pound for pound, I think Brianna Stewart is the overall best player in the W. Asia Wilson is 1B, not far behind. Um, I understand they didn't want to give Asia back-to-back defensive play of the year and MVP. I kind of get it. Whatever. It's cool. All Asia has to do is be MVP. Of the finals. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's the only MVP we care about. Uh, Asia uh, followed up her snub for being from being MVP by dropping 30 
for the third time in the playoffs in three games, uh, showing that, you know, she was mad and, and, and motivated by that. So the, the Aces are doing what they're supposed to be doing. And the Liberty are in a dogfight with uh, the Connecticut Sun. So we'll see how that goes. And maybe uh, next time we come around, uh, we might have a different finals matchup than we everybody expected. All right. Does anybody hey. do you have anything else about talking about the W? Anything else? No, about I, the w? I, respect it. Respect this New York. I love that they're calling her that. I think that's baller. Think um, that's she deserves it. Like, she's she not. She's, she's not. Dope. Yeah. She, she ain't no. She's, man. Arguably, they would. People like to say she's like the KD of WNBA. I think, I don't know, man. She She's her own. She's so crafty. She For her height, her size, she works hard in both ends. So I, I think it was a, a no-brainer this season. Uh, so, no-brainer is tough. No-brainer is tough. Bro, like leaving her former team and then going into this team that didn't have a player like her, we already knew what the aces were going to be. Before Parker I think came, Thompson deserved it as well too. Okay, okay, all right. It didn't happen. Well, like, we don't you know, do the I'm, votes. I'm being a little biased with Asia, but like I think uh, Alyssa like bought out. Hooping well. too. I think she was hooping. Shout late. out to the W. Shout out to the W. Uh, we're always going to try to shine light. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm keep losing my voice. Uh, we're always going to try to shine light and um, bring positives to W because it's. Uh, oh, uh, one more W story before we get out of here. Um, I saw, and I don't know how much this is true, so this I'm just going to throw this in the rumor category. Uh, it was, I think I saw the Athletics say that uh, the Golden State Warriors, not the, Golden, come back like the owners of the Golden State Warriors are looking to expand, expand and create a, a WNBA team for in the Bay Area, in Oakland area. So that'll be dope. I think that's dope. dope. I think that'll be fly. I think they was really mad because Steph and, and, and Seth kept on coming to Aces games. I think they was mad about that. Also, that was, too, that is very true. But a lot of them are training out here. A lot of them yeah. are training out here. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, if the if the if the Oakland Bay Area gets a, a WNBA team, I think that'd be tough. I don't. I just I'm trying to think where else would they would were the second Toronto. team come in? Toronto. Toronto. Okay. See, but then that just takes me back to. That interview that uh, I don't know how many Kelsey Plum uh, interviews y'all be watching, but she talked oh, about smoke. Oh, smoke! I watched yeah, it. Yeah, when she was talking about how the need for expansion isn't right this second, like they still need to focus on paying the players. Paying the players. I think that's gonna be tough. I think they, the players may give them a little kickback if they do said things, because then you know you once you bring a new franchise in. The teams get money and the owners get money. The players don't really get that. Yeah, money. teams get money, and, and then all the people who are somewhere about to get moved to elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. They based off how they break that other, down. Other teams, yeah. Oh, very very interesting times. We'll just we'll see how that goes. We'll we'll monitor that and uh, see where it goes from there. Um. All right, number five on the not list, Real, This one's for you. Actually, this one's for all of us. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how big of a friend uh, you're into this franchise clips, but we'll see. So another rumor, rumor, Rails Mans, Christopher Nolan, is rumored to be in talks to be the new head and I guess not showrunner, but the new director and writer of the of the new James Bond films. He, he's he'll be signed on to do the next the, the next two James Bond films if this goes through. Um, Christopher so, Nolan. Huh? 
Christopher Nolan gonna do those? Christopher Nolan. I, I, I'm not Bar even talk just went up. Rel, Rel, Rel is the biggest Christopher Nolan fan. He can put out a movie of four hours of just nothingness and he'd go see it and think it was the greatest shit on the earth. But I think Christopher Nolan and in if he's going to be the showrunner, I mean, the, I keep on saying showrunner, the director and the writer of the, the latest James Bond film where he gets to pick a whoever's going to be the leading man for this role and gets to play with the source material for Ian um, always Fleming's uh, James Bond films. I think that would be awesome. I think that would be fly. I think That'd be fun. That's fire. I like that. That's a good director for those type of movies. He knows what he's doing. Director. Everybody know what he did to the Batman series. He took it from a kiddie piece of shit that they were doing with Bat with Batman Forever and Batman and Robin and made it serious and made it a a, a serious player. Obviously, uh, we all know what happened with Heath Ledger winning the Oscar for it, but made it a critically acclaimed franchise. So if Christopher mm-hmm. Nolan does that to the, the Bond series. But you're selling them short as a director. You're just going to bring up just those movies. Like, there's other movies. I, I, like, I, I'm, like, you I'm know. speaking about his action movies. That was, I mean, obviously he has more action movies, but I'm the talking about. The Prestige is action. Inception is action. Inception. I mean, Inception is uh, my favorite Oppenheimer. movie You know, like, come on. You just bring up the Dark Knight movie. Like, he just said, like, he just, you know, they're not just, he's not just limited to superhero movies. He's done way more than that. I'm, I'm 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 not limiting him, bro. Well, well, well. Inter, now he'll now he'll get boxed into like just that. only the Bond movies. You didn't like Interstellar? I didn't like it that much, but that's just me. It's cool. <laughs> it was I don't like space I, movies I'm like that. I don't like. I don't like a different movie, bro. That cool. wasn't the same movie. The we best space movie, movie ever is Armageddon. That's crazy. It's not better <laughs> than Interstellar. It's cool. Um... But yeah, I think that I think that this is a match made in heaven, and I will just say get get this done, get whatever y'all got to do, get that done. You're literally the first person I ever heard to say they didn't like Interstellar. That's cool. That's crazy. That's cool to me. You're the first person I've ever heard that say that NSYNC wouldn't be able to sell out T-Mobile Arena. So we're even. And I found out where Tony Tony Tony's at. They over at the park. <laughs> they at the Palms. They're, no, they're, no, they're, they're at the uh, the Flamingo, I think. That's not T-Mobile. That's not T-Mobile. It's cool. I mean, but but Tony Tony Tone's still gonna sell out. I tell you that much. And they got more hits in a smaller venue. It's a small room. They got. Well, they got more. That's because they're not. That's right. like comparing Clips. Chris Brown to Brent Fayez. Clips. He said he got. They mo- he said they got more. Tony hits. Tony Tone has more hits than sing. There's no debate about it. Clips. Talking about Rafael Sadiq. You're talking about Rafael Sadiq. Clips. Like think about what yeah, okay, you're saying. Okay, so if it's if it's Raphael Sadiq and what he produced and helped put out, look, compare okay. the songs. Go go to with the song by songs of Tony Tony Tone. Anniversary t- trumps anything. If they would do a versary, if they do verses, anniversary trumps anything in sync of play. There, you can't put those. Yeah, I'm gonna spend a little more time on you. Might might work with that. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, all right, number six on the not list. So I, maybe you got maybe clips you can explain this to me because I'm pretty sure Rel won't be able to explain this to me. What was the obsession and why was Kevin James on my timeline all this fucking week? What was with the Kevin James memes that was happening all this weekend? Um, I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't know because I started to see them too randomly. Um, I, I didn't know like, why he was getting like, so much love. Like why is why is Kevin why is every Kings of Queens picture and photo op of him 
being posted on memed like this? What is going on? Somebody, I think the like, fashion. Hey, this is one of these things where it's like, am I just old where I just don't know? I This is how old I am, two clips. I looked it up. I was like, what is the origin of Kevin James meme? And I basically got, oh, this one dude posted it. Uh, I think it's just like kind of the fashion. That's what I would assume. I was confused. I think it's something from the King of Kings, the King of Queens shows, but I'm not on social media like that. So, no, it is. It is from the King and Queen shows. That's yeah, what a lot of the pictures King are. Show, but I was just like, why? But, yeah, it just why, wasn't why making did it sense. Spread like wildfire. Because I'm, I'm, because like I guess and Taylor Swift, it was everywhere on my phone. I don't know. And I'm, I'm sick of both. <laughs> uh, number seven on the not list, which I'm probably gonna leave it at seven, unless uh, actually, no, nope, I'm gonna throw wow. it. Uh, all right. So Drake versus Charlemagne. Who's who you got? Well, whose side are you on? So for those who don't know, uh, Charlemagne the God on his podcast. I, what's it called off the top of my head? Something idiots. What's it called? I don't listen. I don't watch. I don't watch his podcast. Brian idiots. That sounds right. Something like in that ballpark. Um, went on there and basically said, uh, he was talking about uh, Drake's latest song, Slime. Slime on you? What's it called? Slime on you? I should know these Slime names. Slime you out. Slime you out. There you go. Something like that. Uh, he was talking yes. about that. And he was basically saying that it the song's been out three weeks and now we're just now getting quotes from the song, right? Which quotes that were being posted online, basically. that The quotes started finally making the rounds online. And he was just saying, like, that's not typical of a Drake record. Usually the girlies, as soon as the song comes out, um, it's up. It's, it's up. Like, it's up and it's stuck. Mind you, the song is doing pretty well. It's like, you know, I think it's already certified uh, uh, gold and it's actually performing really, really well. Well, me and Rail already talked about this song. I, I think Rail basically said he hated it and something like that. And I just said, I feel like it's an album cut. I don't feel like it was ever a single. Um, but the song is still doing the same thing. Same thing with Search and Rescue. Like, nobody, Rail says Search and Rescue is Drake's worst song, it's, right? It's That's worst what he song. Said. Yeah, he says it's Drake's worst song. And that song is doing fucking pretty well. It's actually one of the most streamed songs this fucking year. Um, again, it's again, it's the power of Drake, but basically, so Charlemagne went on and said those words. And Drake's on tour, man, not doing much. He's sitting in the you know, he after the show, he's chilling, he's sitting in this trailer. And Drake had time a couple days ago and decided to do a little montage for Charlemagne. Uh, uh called him Lenard. Um, said he looks like the 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 basically the diet Morris Chestnut. And said, why is he obsessed with me? And um, basically, he was he ended up with the Mariah Carey. Um, so, yeah, who side y'all on on this? Um, who side are y'all on uh, in this uh, this beef that's been brewing for years? And after Charlamagne, after Drake posted the shit, Charlamagne has been talking shit about Drake for years. Yeah, yeah, factual, factual. Um, see, the, now this, this, it, it it hurts it hurts me to say this is the reason why i side with said individual right <laughs> because this is the most pettiest beef in all time I, like why but um this edges just a little bit of where i'm at i think i side with charlemagne only because drake deleted said post 
if Drake didn't delete his post and he stood on his square with it, then I would be like, I understand, Drake. But the moment he did that, it was like, you he know, Charlemagne is one of those. He one of those people. He's gonna keep it going if you if you're beefing with him. But the moment he deleted, I was like, that's not what I wanted, Aubrey. <laughs> Got you. What about you, Grell? Are you signing with uh, Drake? No, nah, I mean, I just think it's dumb. Like Drake just put the album out. Charlemagne, you're a piece of shit. Um, um, you know, Charlemagne, he's he's like he's he's a, just a big cunt. I don't know. I don't, I just I have. My issue with Charlemagne, but I don't really give a fuck about their little uh, tit for tat beef. Like Charlemagne has said, Charlemagne says what the internet thinks. That's what I feel about Charlemagne because all that shit about how he feels like a Drake's a fake tough guy and how he, you know, like this is all the things you you can read on the internet about people who say about Drake. And then Charlemagne, Charlemagne just kind of just you know says it on on his radio show, which I mean, and then he Terry, which I mean, I don't like. The the slime you out record, it wasn't what I want from Drake, you know. But at the same time, you know, maybe this out made for me. But he put it for the dogs. So what's going on, Drake? <laughs> Somebody memed it and said that him and Sis are talking about the same dude. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I'm scared, bro. This nigga Drake put for the dogs. I'm thinking we about to get some dog shit because I'm a dog. And 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 then all I get is slimy while him and scissors singing to each other on the first fucking cut. It's like, bro, I want a future. I thought I was about to get digital. I thought I was about to get uh him and future every other cut. Nah, uh, for the dogs actually was the the record him and um, twenty one did together. That's actually for the dogs. <laughs> Shut up, Cliff. you're welcome. <laughs> it's already out uh, anyway. Um, Shout out to Twenty One Savage. That's anyway. Um, yeah, I don't have anything to add about this. All right, so I put this in the not list, but we're definitely talking about this, and we're going to spend some time on this. Uh, so as I mean, I couldn't find. So funny thing is, I the when Usher was announced to be the headliner for the Super Bowl out here in Las Vegas, I spent. I don't know how many hours, maybe like five hours searching for the clip where we basically talked about it on here. And I and we basically predicted, I think we, we basically was like, it has to be Usher next year. Right. It like, it has to be Usher. Um, and I couldn't find a clip and I was very mad, but uh, shout out to space God for helping me find a similar clip where we found it. We found where we was speaking about, um, Usher headlining, but it wasn't the it wasn't the one where he basically predicted it. But yeah, Usher's headlining Super Bowl out here in Las Vegas. I, I can't remember the number of the Super Bowl. Um, but um, this is the fifth. Wait, one. This is the fifth uh, Rock Nation head uh, headliner uh, Super Bowl that we have. Um, so I'm gonna read you guys the 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 other headliners that Rock Nation and Jay Z has given us. Just say Rihanna. We're good. No. Uh, J-Lo and Shakira in 2020. Uh, the Weeknd in 2021, which Rail loved. Uh, and uh, Dr. Dre, obviously, with the, the West Coast medley with 50 Cent, Mary J. Blige, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, and I feel like I'm thinking... Bring the niggas Dogg. in. Snoop Dogg. Bring the niggas in. Snoop Dogg. Uh, in 2023, obviously, we had Rihanna, and this year we have Usher. I think it's safe to say that Rock Nation and Jay Z is doing a hell of a job 
Does Beyonce get to count as Rock Nation? No, because that and uh, twenty twenty is when Jay took the job for the NFL. She, she did okay, before, yeah. okay. Twenty twenty. No, well, that I was just trying to, you know, You're trying to add the numbers. Got you. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, man. So I asked you guys to compile a list of what songs that he thinks he's gonna uh, he's gonna perform. Um, so last year, if we're going off the strength of last year, Rihanna performed twelve songs in total. Uh, now I don't think. I could be wrong. I don't think Usher is going to perform that many because I feel like he's going to be more performing. I I'm feel like he do Rihanna, an hour. Huh? I'm hoping he do an hour. There's going to be a football game going on, real. Do you? I mean, we can wait. It's Vegas. We got a lot of shit to do afterwards. It's going to be a lot of parties that weekend. You know, like if we can wait. Uh, not to mention <laughs> this nugget. So Usher literally that Sunday will be dropping his new album right after his performance on the Super Bowl, which I think is the most flyest thing ever. I don't know yeah, why cool. more acts during the Super Bowl don't do that. I know The Weeknd did something similar to that two years ago where he dropped a um, collection of his best on – he dropped yep. a, a, a collection of his best songs. I think they're literally the pulling the trigger right around now. You know, like yeah, if it doesn't line up, it doesn't line up. If you don't have a new album, you... how many months until the Super Bowl right now? February second, February sixth. So I'm saying, I feel like if you're one of those, if you're, I don't believe so. Jay Z, I mean Jay Z. So Usher uh, went on um, Zane Lowe's Apple podcast and did an interview, basically, you know, where he got the basically said he got the call from Jay and said it's time. Um, you know, for him to do the Super Bowl when he asked him. I'm going to be real. I don't believe any of that shit. I don't believe that how that shit went. I believe that Usher has been working up to this for, I want to say, a year now. Because I feel like in another interview, Usher has speaked about how, how he still has goals and how headlining the Super Bowl was one of his goals. Um, mm, that's more. I feel like headlining the Super Bowl is one of his goals. Um, and I feel like the Vegas residency has been kind of giving him. Mm, I like. The, I, I like to say notoriety because us niggas know who Usher is, but kept him in the public eye, gave him the stamina to be fit to do a a, a performance of this caliber for the Super Bowl stage. Um, everybody, you know the shit hit. The clips every week during this Las Vegas residency went viral where he was taking celebrities, girls, you know, everybody know what happened with Kiki Palmer and, and Joe Button's girl and, and, and what almost happened to uh, the Gabrielle Union literally last week. I don't know if y'all saw that clip. Um, um, when I take just, Charlie's, I tell him off rip, we sit in this section, that nigga's not singing to you up here, right? <laughs> the, the, you know, we sit in that, this nigga's not coming up here, he's not singing to your ass. But... I I'm not I'm not be real with you guys. I when this news hit, and I mean obviously I we was in the group chat. I dropped it in the group chat. I was generally happy. Like I was generally like, it was one of those moments where it was it was like I can't even explain. It was I was generally happy, and it was just like um, it was kind of like <laughs> this is a sick comparison. It was kind of like the Alabama uh, River uh, brawl where I was just like I was happy for. <laughs> You're a sick individual, sir. You're you're a wild man. I was 
I was proud and happy. It was the same feeling of happiness and proudness that that. It is the Alan same feeling of joy. Yeah, but go ahead. Uh, Usher skating is equivalent to a, 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 a chair headshot. That's wild. I'm just that's the feeling of pride I felt when I felt it. I was just like, yeah, oh, I got a bone to pick with you. All right. Well, no. Well, oh. Rail. Well, I'm sorry, Clips. I'm gonna let Rail talk about his bones in, before he. Uh... And I'm gonna just share a personal conversation. This is a private conversation Please. that was just completely offline. You know. Um, can, can, wait, wait, so 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 before can you can you please don't I want you if you're gonna say what I think you're gonna say I want you to not lie to the audience and and and, and paint the picture how long ago was this conversation and when was this conversation ago. a week ago a week ago before the Usher news dropped right before the Usher news dropped go ahead before the Usher news dropped on the Friday I sent Kevin something I said hey man I don't like this I don't like this at all. What is this? People don't know what you're talking about. And yeah, then I'm gonna get audio. to it. I'm gonna can you get the Let me get to it. So as I'm getting, so as I'm looking, so this is is, is showing a potential lineup of um of who could be performing at next year's uh, Super Bowl. And so I was telling Kelly, like, hey, you know, this is bullshit. NFL plays with our music too much. Hey, and he's just gonna say it's cool. I think it was like in sync. Katy Perry, uh, again, Kelly Clarkson, Bad Bunny. It was definitely not sync, but keep um, going. It was, Katie, it was definitely not Katy Perry was not on the list either. I can tell in- you some of the people that was on the list because I remember. Can I tell you when we, we tell the audience who's on the list? Yeah. Uh, it was Bad Bunny, arguably arguably the biggest I got artist. The, I, got it, right I got it right here. I got it right here. Harry, Harry Styles, yep. Taylor Swift, yep. Miley Cyrus, yep. Bad Bunny, Bad yep. Bunny. Yep. Ed Sheeran, yep. Jay Z, Jack yep. Harlow. Yep. And that's who, and I sent you, I said, what the fuck is this? <laughs> this not what we asked for. But there, this Usher, and so and, and my long story short is that you, you take your victory lap now for a Randall's Usher thing. But when I brought this issue to you last week, you didn't have the same urgency that I had. You didn't have the same, why is this happening that I had? I just don't like that. Now, you want to take a little victory lap and say, oh, you know, because oh, oh, we wasn't on the same energy about those people. That was, I was, I was cool. Well, and let me tell you, this means something. This means something is what I'm trying to tell you. This not just, this not just nothing. It means something. Like, it's not just like, we, can do, we can't just put Jack Harlow out there. We can't just put uh, uh, Harry Styles out there. Jack Harlow you know? do four songs and then leave? Keep going. You could, you could. I mean, I wouldn't prefer Harry Styles to be out there, but you could put him out there. He that nigga got. The issue is that for the longest, the music wasn't for us and for the players on the field. They gotta make, they gotta be fair with it and make the music for us and them. So, so right. we, we gotta do half. So we're gonna. So we for the longest, there's been fifty four fucking Super Bowls. Just until recently, they just started accepting the black music. You know what I'm saying? This is why it means well, something. I, I just told you who's in charge. Michael, of the music. Michael was black music, by the way. Yeah, I mean the one time he he was up there, you know, the one time. I mean, hey, but for but, 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 great. But but all I'm saying is that it means something, and it means something because this not then Usher, everybody know Usher, everybody in the league, probably a millennial too, by average age, about 30 something. So yeah, I mean nah, I, mean, I don't know if y'all saw this. Some people was playing with Usher and the Gen Zers, the niggas that's behind us. That's why we millennials. The niggas that was behind us was disrespecting Usher. I don't know if y'all was in the comments like that, where everybody around our age was celebrating this. This is like, like I said, I was championing this. We was all championing this. This was like the greatest thing that could happen to us. This is like our ideal person that has not done the Super Bowl yet that should be on that Super Bowl stage. I can headline it on his own. 
But I just peeked because I be you know I be trying to catch the temperature of shit sometimes. So I peeked in the comment section, and there was a lot of Gen Zers that was playing on my man Usher's name, like he don't have enough songs to do a Super Bowl. And I was just like, "You're not old enough. You don't know." But okay, but since I'm here, the problem is I was definitely that dude that clicked on their profile and was like, "Oh, okay, you you were born (laughs) you were born in '09. You don't know. Let (laughs) me go. Let me go. You're born in '08. You don't know." Can I go through my set real quick? I got 12 songs. Wait, we got to let Clips talk first. How do you feel? Oh, you got 12 in a chains? Go ahead. No, no, I wasn't sure we were going to do it yet, but go ahead. Not yet. We're going to do that. We're going to get to it. We still got, yeah, go ahead, Clips. So, so what do you think about, what do you think about this, the moment, the the Las Vegas residency, how how this was announced? What do you think? Your, like, I was thinking the same thing regarding the residency gave him kind of some traction and momentum to be, a prime candidate for it for sure but the fact that he is it and now you're saying he's gonna drop an album next to it, i was like yo that's a fire-ass rollout because the performance is going like to have to be spectacular Joe's rollout with his sneakers keep going <laughs> fair enough fair enough my boy clinton got a pair of fat joe sneakers uh, but, I want um, keep going. uh yeah no nah, i think usher being the type of performer that he is he checks that box off the creative uh, way he wants to deliver his music checks that box off. Then the hits that he has checks that box off. The entertainment piece for everybody watching. I don't care if you're sober, you're drunk, or or you're full of 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 nachos and pizza. You're going to thoroughly enjoy it, right? And I think it's been a minute since we've had um, a performance of this magnitude where every I think everybody's going to enjoy it, right? I think the last. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think the last one that I felt fully immersed in where I was like, oh, this is a good like top to bottom. It might have been uh was Bruno Mars it? Yeah, I think Bruno Mars killed Bruno it. Bruno did it two years um, if I remember correctly. What about what, what about did you did, did you not see the weekend? <laughs> um so I'm gonna tell you right now, real. Yeah. Um Abel and his bandage face music was not for me. Fuck yeah, that, Abel's man. bandage face music wasn't for me, dog. It was for mm-hmm. the the other people that you always referring to that um <laughs> You know, you don't even listen but, uh, to the weekend like that to be saying all that. <laughs> I, I I listened to SpongeBob Hair uh weekend. Oh bro. man, what's wrong with SpongeBob Hair? You yeah. know, Talk about no, I'm it. saying I didn't say it was wrong. Like I was saying, but that's the last time I was super when he was on drugs and he had to dread. That's that was my weekend. Okay, <sighs> now he's just a Sunday. He's just a Sunday to me. But the weekend from 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 Thursday to Sunday when I used to be in college, that that was my guy. Sunday Thursday to Sunday. Funny. Now, now he's just Sunday. Um, but yeah, I think I was thoroughly entertained watching Bruno Mars's uh, performance. So, and, and no disrespect, I I'm the biggest Rihanna fan, but she should not have been up there pregnant, giving me the. the I want to say we got to give that one. A, I don't know if the asterisk a little bit because she was pregnant. It was a little bit of asterisk. I'm gonna give her. I'm giving her. I'm giving her. You had a great moment of of fame to be a part of said Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, but from from what I expected, obviously I wanted a super performance from her because she has the music to to do that. Um unfortunately she was pregnant, and I'm not knocking her for being pregnant. Then you know, oh, bringing oh, children into the world. Please clean that thing. up because you said unfortunately she's pregnant. I said, please clean that up. I'm just going. Oh no, yeah, I'm not knocking her for that I'm at all. I just know that. The type of performance we could have got from her if she wasn't pregnant would have been crazy. Like think all of the all of the pillars and things that she was doing, I think 
would have been fire for her to perform a certain way. I still way. enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed it still. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was very creative. Be, uh, that design was fire. I don't know. Yeah, she she did a really good job, and the the set and design team, all the people who worked with her, they did great to give her platforms and all the thing to keep her safe and all that. So it was fire. But the previous one with the you know Dr. Dre one, that one was was great, and I I want to see stuff like that, and I think Usher is very capable of making something like that also happen. Um, I think yeah. So, and then we'll get to uh, we'll get to uh, who what songs we think we're gonna he's gonna perform real quick after this. Um, yeah, because Ro has already twelve. I I put I, like five six. Good job, bro. Overachiever. I have nine. Um, so I think, and we can quote this, and I, I'm gonna run with this too because I have Uh-oh. so much faith in Usher. I think this is going to be up there as good as the Prince Super Bowl halftime performance. I think it's going to be that good. I like that. I don't even think that's that far-fetched and crazy to say. I think this is going to be arguably one of the greatest Super Bowl performances of all time. They're going to be this is one of the ones that they're going to talk about for years. The Prince one was crazy because the nigga performed Purple Rain and it actually rained. So we can't like that one was a guy, bro. divine intervention. That one was crazy. So we can't even talk about that one on the same level as this. That one was divine like intervention. Um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I think this is going to be as close to that one as possible. One up there with the Beyonce performances, up there with Bruno. We can. Um, I can't even think about any other ones that keep up to that magnitude. We All can. right. So I had you guys do a little quick assignment real quick. So we're going to try to pick the songs that Usher is going to perform. Uh, obviously, do his, his large, very expansive, wide-ranging, decades-long catalog. Um, like I said, uh, Rihanna did 12 songs. Um, I don't think Usher's going to do... I mean, if you have 12, great. Um, I personally don't think he's going to do that much because I think he's going to be much more performing. I think he's some of these songs he's going to actually do longer. But, Rel, if you want to start, you look like you got you on a hotbed. You ready to talk about your songs? What songs do you think uh, us just going to perform? I just want to start off with a few. I hope he doesn't. Um, you going to start with songs you hope he doesn't do? Yeah. Okay. Um, hey. Wow. Oh, my God. Um, so I, I just want to just I, I just want to just start there. When that first hit, I've been there res, Usher residency three times. I don't want to see Will I Am. I don't want none of that. I'm with you. That, that, no black eyed peas. And when I hear <laughs> "Oh my God," that's what I say. Why did you make that song, Usher? <laughs> because that is a terrible fucking song. Um, yeah, none of that. Um, I think uh, pretty much. Uh, I'll put on here everything off of Raymond versus Raymond. So just skip that whole section of your career, Usher. No daddy's, really home? No, no daddy's home. home. No daddy's home. No none of that. But here's, I'm going to give you quick 10 ones. But here's the 10 that's going to do it. Because I've seen the residency. I've seen the show. And it's awesome. We're going to start off with My Way. Also, get down on this. My Way is going to be a long shot. Everybody's going to think about the hits or whatever comes down. My Way is going to be a long shot. Get down on this. You can bet on the first song. So I'm going with my way, and then I'm gonna. Uh, then I will say uh, the next song will be "Love in This Club" because you're gonna go from my way to 8701. You're gonna go uh, um, um, 
love we're not loving this club. You don't have to call. I'm sorry. You don't have to call. Let me I got those to switch up. So my way, you don't have to call. And then he will go to the confession section. Then we can just do the rest of the confessions. We can just literally do everything off of confessions from that's what it's made for. Just do that. He's not and, doing and, song. He's and then we, he and then we song though. And then we end with love in this club. And and and, and so that's my list of what I compiled. I mean, because I mean you have tracks that I don't really I mean, like I said, we can skip Raymond versus Raymond. And if I know he does his party song, it's like, yeah, it's on confessions. This is why we can just do confessions. Most of the hits are on confessions. Lovers and Friends, bonus track off confessions. He's gonna bring little John on. He's gonna do that song with Ludacris as well. Clips, uh, give me your quick little list uh before I get to mine, man. All right. Well, you don't have to call on my list. Yeah, it's on my list. My way is on my list. Uh, you remind me is on my list. Ooh, uh, my okay, favorite song about confession. Uh, caught up. Uh, loving my um, loving this club's on my. I'm not gonna lie, I don't want him to do caught up, but keep going. I love that song too much for him not to do it. Okay. Um, and then you know what? Look, listen, America, listen to me when I say this. If if these if I'm leaning a little more because I want us <laughs> to to family when I say this. I know this is going to be hard and everybody's going to be mad at this take. But if if Chris and uh, Usher can mend their fences and do new flames... This is going to be one of my takes. Hell no! Hell no! Rel, Rel, excuse me, sir. I'm going to hit you with the skip playlist really fast. Um, If they can mend their their patch and do new flame and give us a great performance, I... I'd be ecstatic, but I understand why. That, I know it's hard. It's hard for America to want Chris to get up on that stage, that and part. I get it. I am saying I would like to see it. Hot take. Go ahead, Kev. He stole my little thunder, but it's cool. <laughs> um, I, I, so I agree. Two things. One, I think America would. I don't. Judging by just recently what happened at the the, the awards that Kelly Rowland oh. literally had to stick up for Chris Brown, I don't think America is ready to see Chris Brown on that kind of stage, even though it's been years and Rihanna's forgiven him. But for whatever reason, America Did we forget still what won't... happened at Lovers and Friends earlier this year? Yeah, I know what I'm saying. This... Look, that's why I brought up the patch. I brought up the patch. That's, that's what okay? I'm saying. Well, and then that, the part where there was, you know, the supposedly there was a fight, but, you know, no, nothing has been confirmed. Usher's also not that type of nigga, man. Not that type of dude. My, and, 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 and thirdly, I think, I think this is Usher's moment to where it's like, especially recently with the versus stuff going on, um, it's been, everybody's been putting Usher and Chris against each other because both of them are legends and you know both of arguably the greatest of all time they're both goats um i feel like with this performance this is a separator to me this is how he separates himself from crit i mean again for those who think that they're that close this is a separator. This is like winning a gold I mean, this medal. Is this, NBA player, this is not basketball. This is like this is like winning a gold medal and separating yourself um, from the guy that doesn't have the gold medal who never played for Team USA. It's like but I would just play. say that just the contrarian, just that like Chris. I mean, I mean, I don't know. You know how people feel about if he can come back or forgiveness. However, you feel about second chances. If he would ever do it, if his career is long enough, he can have as many 
uh, um, you know, hits as Usher does, you know, one day. I mean, one day you could have as many. He has. He's. He probably has more or close mm. to right now. Mm. But it's cool. Mm. It's cool. Mm. We don't have to talk. No, he about doesn't. It. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. If no. we're counting features, he. Uh, we don't have to go down this road. But I'm not um, talking about features. Even count the features. He don't have as many hits as Usher right now. Real, real. I don't. Next, we can do. I promise, we can do this on another pod. I promise you, we can do it because it's. But it's. It's not gonna be. Nice. Oh, man. Can I be present? I just want to watch. <laughs> it's not going to be nice. Um, I, But, okay, so I'm going to run through my list real quick. So mine's a little more... So I have old songs and new songs. So since he's going to be probably up until the Super Bowl halftime show starts, he's probably going to be promoting his new project. I imagine he's going to be playing some of his the new stuff that's recently dropped. So 100% mark it down. Good, good is going to be played because it's a radio, radio hit. It's on the radio right now. It's a nice, upbeat, cool song. I think that one's going to be played. Uh, we talked about Yeah being played. Usher, uh, Ludacris, Little John, 100% stamp. That's going to be played. Uh, I told y'all before the pod, I definitely 100% believe Nice and Slow is going to be played. Uh, at first, I was like, he's not going to do no slow songs. And I was just trying to think of upbeat songs. But then... I remembered I, and just like in my head was like, he's definitely going to want to do the speaking to the crowd saying, does anybody know what Usher is doing at seven o'clock in his drop top? You just see you them, know, the camera pan. Just see the camera the, pan and all, and on him and just like, I can see, I can see the vibe. I see, I see the picture he's painting. It's going to be a vibe. I 100% that's gonna be, believe that's going to happen. This one I think is a long shot, but I think he's going to play superstar. I think he has to play Superstar. Because it was a challenge. Superstar, it's one of his more popular songs. I think Superstar has to be played. Um, I'm gonna. That's a song that if it doesn't get played, I'm probably going to be sad. But I think that one has to be most likely going to be played. Also Confessions. Um, no Limit, I feel like, is a big upbeat hit. I feel like he's going to play No Limit. Um, that's very left. That's very left. But I think No Limit is no going to be played. Um, I feel like I don't mind is gonna be played. Um, like you said, you don't have to call. And I don't know if I said my way. Did I say my way? No, no, you didn't. But I, I like that choice. Nine. Just maybe not. I can tell way. you. I can tell you what else he's gonna play. What? Um, my, I get pretty sure he could. He'll probably throw my boo in because the my oh, you can do the my boo is a very interactive song. You know. Oh, you oh for crowd purposes. Okay, yeah. I see that. Also, a hundred percent, he's skating. I don't know what rail we we talked about this before the pot. A hundred percent, I don't know what song, I don't know when in the performance. I don't think he's gonna be skating the entire performance, but he's going to implement implement skating at some point in this uh, performance at halftime. And I can give you one lock. This is going. I'm pretty sure that you're gonna be able to bet this. They're gonna say which Usher song. What song does Usher perform first? They're gonna even give you times to break down which song, and it, because it, most people haven't seen the fucking residency, they won't even know. But he always ends every show with that song, but he did with David Guetta "Without You." Every song, because that is a crowd song. You can go, oh, you can they, like the streamers is like what? Say it again. Without you. No, no. What, what what sound did you just make? No, I'm not making it again. <laughs> hey, you know, but so. The, the, it's, in a, it's an interactive song without you, David Gutter. Bet that 
at whatever amount you can bet money on, I promise you, he's going to end with without you. Because I don't think he'll end with yeah. He's going he's gonna to pick the crowd up a year, bring him back down with nice and slow. They're going to bring him up again. But without you is a song that's in between, and it's a good closer song. And they, they shoot fireworks and streamers. He does it. He closes every show at this residency with that shit. I've seen it three, do it multiple fucking times. So bet it now. Real likes to bet on any and everything. All right, so finally, the news of the day that happened today. Um, oh, that was the end of the not list, by the way, guys. Sponsored by, um, I don't know. Um, Circuit City. One day. Circuit City. Shout out to Circuit City again. Um, all right, so, uh, for, so for obvious reasons, I believe Rel and I banned talking about Damian Lillard and James Harden trades until something actually happened. You know, we talked about as much as we can and up until – and we just didn't talk about any if it was a new rumor or a new development we were just like we're not even gonna bring it up on the pod until somebody gets traded and moved and today it finally happened so for if you guys were sleeping on the rock and you guys weren't around your phones at what time was this maybe about 12 o'clock west coast time yeah like noon 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 one yeah for sure uh damian lillard is now a milwaukee buck uh, he uh, is going to be joining Giannis Antetokounmpo um, in Milwaukee. So the trade is it's three team trade. The trade is the Bucks receive Damian Lillard, the Blazers receive receive Drew Holiday, DeAndre Aiden. I can't even pronounce this dude name. Tamarini Camara, Camara, Camara. That's his name. Camara. Uh, twenty twenty nine first round pick and two pick swaps. I believe the pick swaps have been since this. I've taken this screenshot. They've been revealed. I think the pink swaps are in 20, 2028. 20, and I think 2023. 20, yep. Yep. Uh, 2023. 2030. 2030. Sorry, 20, guys. 30. I don't know. I know they don't. The Bucks can't don't control any of their draft picks until like 2031, which is fucking wild. Um, the Suns receive Yusuf Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson. All right. So a lot of layers about this trade, uh, a lot of emotions. We've been talking back and forth in the group chat about this. So I want to, we can, I want to talk about all the angles of this trade and then, and then talk about the crying, the the loser of this, the the team that I did not mention this, that was rumored to get Damian Lillard for, I don't know how many months now, five, four months. Well, I want to talk about the losers that did not get Damian Lillard and they're losers for sure in this. Um, but def, let's start with the Bucks. So on paper, I'm gonna clip. I'm gonna start with you. What do you think? Uh, do you think a for, starting from yesterday when all this Toronto Raptors news was going on? What do you think about that aspect? And how do you feel about the Bucks today? How do you feel about the roster today? All right. So. Um... I don't think this was a blockbuster trade. I think this was just a buster trade, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, I think when I look at the trade for value purposes, uh, I think real stupid. Good. This is great. I love it. I love this. <laughs> uh, the Bucks traded away their defense. They yes. you don't you don't sustain. Dame's offense and Giannis's offense without both of them playing defense. 
Drew was the defense catalyst for the Bucks. I do love what they could look like with Dame, Middleton, and Giannis. Now Giannis can take the backseat and never have to take um, a three-point attempt ever again, thank God. But I do think that when you look at the team, aside from the three names I named on the Bucks, the depth is not high. I mean, what, you be relying on, uh, what's his name, Porter? I'm not relying on him. To He's a great backup off the bench. But, I mean, aside from that, it's no longer a deep bench. So, with it not being a deep bench, I don't I don't know what the Bucs uh, do. I think they make some waves as far as being able to overtake teams in the East because it's the East. But, you know, I think the Trailblazers finally got some team effort coming their way. And then the Suns just got um, – We'll get to those teams. Whatever. We'll get to, we'll get to those teams. Yeah, sorry, no, nah, but that's what I really essentially think uh, regarding the Bucks. I think that um, they're, they're not, I don't know how, how much of a level up is going to be because we've never seen Dame play with a would high profile. The the, would you person. say that, would you take them, as, them or the field in the, in the, in the Eastern Conference as today, as it stands, them or the field? I'm 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 still looking at the field. Really? Okay. Uh, Rel, same questions to you, uh, and then you can answer the field question after you said your soliloquies. Just want to let you guys know that Clips is working on a little monologue where he's working at ESPN portraying Stephen A. Smith. Um, <laughs> Absolutely not. I would no, never. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that that that's all what you just heard. That was just him working on this monologue, just when he does. So yeah, because this trade is a fucking blockbuster. Trade. It's not a buster trade. It's a blockbuster trade. It's probably one of the biggest trades in NBA history. And let me tell you why. And just because Jeru Holiday is a good defensive player, he's a cog in a great defense. He's not the defense. He's a cog in a great defense. Brooke Lopez was also run up to defensive player of the year last year. He's getting older, but he's a but he's a rim protector. Giannis Antetokounmpo is a mistake cover-up guy when it comes to people getting beat on the other side. He is a weak side block guy. This is what he does. You had a luxury by having Drew Holiday. My only issue is Drew Holiday got exposed in the playoffs last year. Literally exposed. You know, Jimmy Butler unbraided his hair last year. Not only not only is he, okay, you're a good <laughs> defender, but Drew does, his deficiencies on offense are so fucking glaring. Even when a team is healthy, you can't even rely on it anymore. So you, you, pun, you put in Dame Lillard. Now, even if you go small, Say you take Brooke Lopez out, you put Giannis at the center, which I think is their best lineup. You still have another great defender who a young defender in Marshawn. Um, they're the rookie from last year, Bochamp. Bochamp, who who's a really good defender. A lot of people are not gonna find out about him this year. Six seven, got seven foot wings. Six span. seven, really long arms. I think he he he's a great defender. You also got Jay Crowder's cooked. He cannot defend anybody, but I'm gonna say, you know, I don't know what they expect out of him. They're gonna um, have to play him. They're gonna have to play him. Why? Why did you even bring him up? <laughs> I, just want, I just want to say he's cooked. You know, and I don't like his dreads. Uh, you know, it, it got too long. You know. Uh, uh, also, sneaky signing. He got some Lakers season last year, and now he's over here. We could take some of that. That 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 you know, our Laker vibe, good winning vibes over there. Malik Beasley, I think, is gonna be a secret weapon for them because he's a three and D guy. He, you know, sometimes he's a three and what? Sometimes three, sometimes D guy. It just depends on the game. Real. He's not sometimes three, D. sometimes D. 
Rel, there's no D Three in and Malik Beasley. Crazy. You are crazy. Okay, but uh, let two me finish. And, and pack content. So, I mean, but then I look at who they have to – I mean, I'll be honest with you. Their issue is Boston now because I don't know how to defend Boston. So, but I really like this move for – I really like this move for the Bucks because I really think that Dame Lillard is going to provide a, a, a option that Giannis has never had. He's never had a guy where if Giannis wanted to say, I'm going to just rebound and block shots tonight, you know, Dame on fire. I'm going to just rebound and block shots tonight. I don't got to clean the glass, collect the tickets, cook the popcorn, make sure all the fans get to their seats. Giannis don't do that anymore. I think he just come in and said, Dame will get Dame will get 30 tonight. I'm gonna just grab 20 boards. Hey, Giannis could possibly block eight or nine shots if he just stood around the rim. That is what the aspect of what the dominance this could be. Now, I think the worst team that lost out of this. Wait, 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 we're not getting to the in team, other teams yet. Oh, you said, you said about you said about the trade. <clears throat> not not other teams yet. We're gonna we go we we get into the, we're just we're going side by side. So for same question to you that I asked clips. Bucks or the field? Bucks in the Easter in the Easter Conference. Bucks, Bucks. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna just say what I say about uh, mine's not gonna be as long as you guys about the about the Bucks as Rail hit it on the he- hit it on the head mostly. Clips. I disagree with you when you said. Wait, what did you say? I I feel like they do have depth. Like they don't have the same depth, but they they're gonna rely on similar to the Denver Nuggets. They're relying on some of their mo. They're they're gonna some of their unknowns, right? All right. So breadcrumbs have been laid, you know, for the last month and a half with Giannis, right? So this was basically the Bucks organization saying, Giannis, please don't leave us. Look, we're trying. So the first time, if you if people remember, they got Drew Holiday when there started being rumblings about Giannis leaving before it was before the deal when Giannis was, you know started sending little little shockwaves talking about where the possibility of, it, of him leaving and boom they signed drew holiday right traded for him they used that huh they traded for him they traded for i'm sorry they they traded for drew holiday they they use that same guy and then basically the same situation drew holiday is uh he's gonna be a, a free agent not this season <clears throat> but the end of next season he has a player option which is gonna make it really tough uh which is gonna make it really tough for the bucks to sign him because they're already and over the cap team, and now they're going to be uh, second neighbor, operating as a second neighbor team. Um, but this was basically a plea to the Milwaukee Bucks organization to, for Giannis to just stay. And now my thing was again, this is just me being in my brain. I I hope that with them signing Dame, that if I'm the Milwaukee Bucks owner and ownership, I'm like Giannis. You can sign this extension now. We we, we yeah. we're trying. We, we you saw what we just did. We just got you, Dame. Sign get this. Get, get that extension on my face, bro. We're not doing that right now. <laughs> sign this, please. We're not doing that right now. Um, because they're still they're still there's. I mean, he can keep his leverage. Yeah, he's he can keep his leverage. But um, if if Giannis decides, but like if the, the this flames out, which I don't expect it to flame out if everybody stays healthy. Um, if this flames out, Giannis can just up and leave and be gone and it just the bucks just got to be bad with damian lillard with the aging damian lillard on the team like that's that's still an option um but basically i'm with rail i think this is the cream of the crop of the east um boston's right there but this pushes them above um people act like they don't have still have moves right 
I, I feel like they don't. Bobby Portis can kind of fetch something. Not the greatest thing. I'm not saying he can go out there and get a first round pick, but I'm saying if you had to, you can move Bobby Portis and turn him into maybe, uh, I don't know, a lesser version of him, um, and and try to save some money there. Um, and if it really goes bad, uh, you know, if you want to move Chris Middleton, that can that that's a possibility. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, can't do that. I, again, I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm. I'm, I'm thinking of. Worst case, doomsday. This doesn't look right. Well, bad. Um, but I'm with you guys. I think you pick the field. You pick the Bucks, and I'm rolling with the Bucks. All right. So now I'm gonna let you guys choose. Which other team do you guys want to talk about after this? Because all the other te- this to Portland. me, this is the only super winner Portland. so far as of today. This is the only super winner. Portland. Portland. All right. So as I said. Portland, let me go back to my notes. Uh, Portland received Drew Holiday, DeAndre Aiden, some guy I don't remember is for, is, I can't what's his verse? What's the other guy's name, uh, real? Kamara. Kamani. Kamara. Yeah, Tamani Kamara. Uh, and then, you know, the, the first round pick and the two pick swaps that we already talked about. All right. So, uh, Clips, we can start with you again because you got the, you out on the Blazers red because you know what time it was. Um, they uh, <laughs> no, I'm wearing I'm wearing um the aces red, buddy. Oh, my bad, my bad, bro. My yeah, yeah. I don't know about this whole trailblazer situation. I've been in Portland; it's a nice place. Um, so yeah, what, what do you think? How, so it they they lose arguably their friend, the the greatest player in, in franchise history. It's a new era; it's a Scoot Henderson era. They didn't want to start training camp, um, which is next week with Damian Lillard still there, unhappy. So they 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 fast tracked and started searching around and found the best picks for them. Now they have DeAndre Aiden, who uh, the Suns have had a lot of issues with, and people in the internet uh, have are, 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 are uh, lukewarm on his play. Um, so what do you think of the Blazers? And obviously we all know Drew's not staying there. Like Drew's going to move for another piece. So what do you yeah. think of the Blazers, how they made out? I think I think they're officially a shell of themselves. I think for for what it's worth, now they can rebuild around Scoot as they probably were intending to do regardless. And this that was just them pulling the trigger to let him know, hey, we're building, we're gonna try to build a team for you. So I, I don't I really don't have any other judgment as far as players go, because it's we're about to see them continue to move pieces. I think I don't think they hold on, like you said, to Drew that long. I don't even know if they intend to keep DeAndre Ayton that long, but we'll see. That's what the that's that's what a lot of people have been saying so far that they they feel like they intend to keep DeAndre Ayton as at least of today. They they feel like they're going to keep him. Rail, what do you think? <clears throat> I just think the Oregon uh, part. I'm Oregon. The Portland Trailblazers <laughs> are, are is just the, the you know it just they're just the chicken shit uh, organization overall, and, and nothing ever good gonna happen to them because. They say, why should we trade you to this location? Now, everybody's saying, why? what gave Damian Lillard the right to force a trade to say, this is only the only place that I'm going to trade you to? Or, or how, why can you do this? Or say, I'm only going to work here. Um, or even how Austin Rivers say, in no other line of work, can you go somewhere and say, oh, uh, I, uh, let me ask, trade me to here. Well, in no other line of work, can somebody ship your ass to fucking Alaska if they wanted to? Or to Indiana if they wanted to, or 
And no, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm usually kind of home base. So it, it, it takes a toll on the person that you that, that who's invested in the organization as well, because it means something to be drafted as a lot, a lot of people get drafted in it. So it means something. So that being said, what they did was bullshit. Now, let's Dame sign off on this. I mean, yeah, they got, you know. It seems pit, like he's uh, happy about it. I believe that this may have been the number two option the whole time. Because I believe that maybe the, the him and Giannis kind of basketball flirted in a way that he would have been okay with this, and I think that they already knew that. Be- but my issue with Portland was, or maybe if, if it was a smoke screen or not, or whatever the case was, that in the NBA players get dirtier than this. Not only did Banks. they abide by your fucking rules, he set out when you asked him to set out. He did everything. He resigned the extension. The nigga shook hands. He kissed babies. He did everything you want to do. Don't think the next superstar is just going to act like this every fucking chance you get. We're just going to abide by your rules of your organization. We're just going to be a good guy. You know what I'm saying? You just treat, want to treat people right. So if somebody's been good to you and you know, and everybody say, oh, you're running the business. Yeah, but sometimes that business, it, it ain't it ain't just a business when your business is is. is Supposedly to win games, but then you told Dame to rest so he wouldn't help you win the fucking games. That or you, even that if it is a business, for. you make exceptions for exceptional people. Like he's one of your, he's your one of your greatest superstars in your whole entire franchise. He's been loyal the entire time. Like you said, he sat out when you guys wanted to lose games to get better draft stock and to get this the pick that ended up being Scoot. He sat out. He was sat. He sat out healthy sometimes, so you guys get better picks. Go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you but I'm I'm, 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 I'm. But I'm gonna just finish on this. And I think that they, they made out worse because if the biggest piece you got out of this is fucking DeAndre Aiden, like that's the that's the chip that you were holding out on. Like I would rather have Tyler Hero in the backcourt with school. <laughs> and let me tell you why. I just think that you could hide one. You know, Scoot's a bigger guy. Tyler Hero was, uh, you know, uh, it made sense to me. Tyler Hero and Scoot, and I liked it, but I saw out of hot cast. But see, I like everything. You're saying else. that like they still don't have Anthony Simons, who they still believe in. And that's another piece you could trade. Agree. You know, true. You know, and that's another piece you could even trade because who's to say he's only 24? But my thing is DeAndre Aiden. Like, okay. It, I don't know. I'm I'm just upset if that was the fucking chip was to get the contract of DeAndre Aiden and Drew and what you can give for Drew Holiday, it is bullshit. That is the stupidest fucking deal you could have taken because DeAndre Aiden is never gonna be DeAndre Aiden was just on the team with Kevin Durant and Devin Booker, and they said no. No. <laughs> they also <laughs> turned they, they they said no, but it was more to Again, the, the the Phoenix Suns are like, you know, they're the blue they're they're so far already in the second apron that they they to me this was a move to get again DeAndre Aiden is better than Yusuf Nurkic, but I don't, how do we get on the Suns? Um he's better than DeAndre, he's better than DeAndre Aiden, but he is not that far off. But he is, but the difference in pay makes up for it. Like it made it, it made sense to at least them to for to, to turn him into three players. The fact that Phoenix, a championship quality team, felt like DeAndre Aiden and Yusuf Nurkic was a fucking wash. Let you every know thing you should know about this goddamn. It wasn't just that though, but it was it, it was money concern. But uh, back on the Blazers, um, so 
Worrell said is incomplete. I kind of so what he said about the organization treating the superstar player that's done you right. I agree wholeheartedly. Dame's been a good soldier. Again, greatest player, arguably in your division. You know, I mean, division uh, of of your entire franchise. Franchise been there for years. Um, done right. Been a leader. Uh, as far as we know, nothing's happened behind the scenes. Been been a great soldier. Um, you know, in the Bucks part, I forgot to add that one of the reasons that I feel like Dame went to the Milwaukee Bucks, I forgot that Terry Stotts is an assistant coach on the Milwaukee Bucks, and his one of his closest friends is Pat Connaughton, who's on the Milwaukee Bucks. So I feel like that kind of had something to do with it as well. Um, but uh. The Blazers. I feel like you can't judge. So Rel, so the what Rel is to me has gotten wrong, is he can feel like the Tyler, the Miami Heat package was better on its face, but this trade is incomplete because they're going to trade Drew Holiday for arguably two more picks and probably another uh, uh, solid player. And is that the is that the haul that you expected for Damian Lillard, the top seventy five player that they were claiming for? Yeah, but we have to lower our expectations. I think people, I think the, I think the Rudy Gobert trade that happened just really fucked with people's minds. It's not even about the picks. It's about the, about what the Portland the claim they wanted. Yeah, yeah. I think what they got is the best they could have done to to me. Now. I honestly, I think it's better. Be, let me, can I tell you why? Because you're making that face about the Miami Heat. When has the Miami Heat ever been awful? So, like, when you talk about Miami Heat picks, they're never great because somebody always wants to go to Miami. They're always good. Like, when you're okay. betting on them, you're betting on them to be bad. I can see, I can see with my own eyes when the Milwaukee Bucks, when Giannis ain't there, I can see that team being the Charlotte. Charlotte Hornets. I can see them not being great. Their team is already old. Giannis is already, you know, again, he's in his prime right now, but when those picks become viable in, you know, 20, 20, 29, and 2030, there's no telling what that team is going to look like. So to me, the picks are more valuable. Um, and yeah, Aiden is not the the blue chip dude that you most likely want if you're the uh, for, for the Portland. He's not the ideal pick and roll partner because ultimately for a player that's dynamic as Scoot, you probably want somebody that's going to put more pressure on the rim instead of just catch the ball and do a, a turnaway hook like DeAndre Aiden. Um, but I feel like we treat DeAndre Aiden like he's just hot garbage. Like he's not probably, I don't know if this is what this, if this just says the state of the centers or whatever, he's probably the fifth or sixth best center in the NBA. Right. Somewhere in that range. He's not more. You can't name 10 centers better than him. That's unfortunate. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't know if that's just to say about the position. Oh, shit. It's, it's unfortunate it's... because the position is so untraditional yeah. now. Like, what do you, what do you, he's, what do you define it as? 10. You can't name 10 other bigs better than DeAndre Aiden. You can't. Uh, I'd love to try. <laughs> You can try. Uh, fair, fair, fair. Uh, fair try. Come on, let's let's do it. Come on, come on, give it to me. No, I mean, no, nah, I ain't we don't have time for that. But anyway, but I, I feel you. Um, so I feel like this is incomplete. I feel like once the Drew Holiday Hall comes in, then we can decipher 
the how well the Blazers did on this trade. Um, all right, so final team, and then we can get to the loser and then get up out of here because we have been going long. Um, the Phoenix Suns, who arguably everybody feels like they hated this move for the Phoenix Suns. I spoke with uh, shout out to Iman. Iman, you're great. Um, always reaching out when something in the NBA happens. Um, especially about your not so great Phoenix Suns. She was happy about DeAndre Aiden not being on the team and then asked me questions of how good use of Nurkic is. And I said, oh, he's 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 all right. He just can't make he a layup to save his life. Um, uh, he, he had a really bad season last year. So, but anyway. Oh. I just, you can have a bad year and, and not suck, bro. Anyway. Oh, we had back-to-back bad years then because it's been a while now. He's been hurt. He's been hurt a lot, bro. Um, Clips. Uh, anything? You, what do you think about the Phoenix Suns? Do you feel like they're? How, do you feel like they're better? Um, and, and what do you think? How they're gonna play? I think that this lineup that they could potentially have gives them a better um, small ball type of lineup situation. I think Nurkic actually is someone that I feel like KD wouldn't mind depending on I think and I say that to say because Nurkic is a rider like you've seen how if something happened on the Blazers like he he was definitely going to be in somebody's face and, and do stuff like that I think Katie's looking for someone to be a dog DeAndre Aiden was didn't have dog in him like that I mean I'll, I mean I think Katie you're not might gonna, take you're not gonna Nurkic. Find that Nurkic you're not gonna find that in Nurkic there was some time bro I don't know how many Straight up game you was watching, but he was getting people's face Blazers over there. So you wouldn't know. He he wouldn't know. He wouldn't oh, know. Okay. My bad. My bad. My bad. But what I'm gonna tell you is I think between the two, if we're comparing just those two players, KD can can be able to talk to Nurkic a certain way, and Nurkic would respond way more than being ignored by DeAndre Eight. You know, I think that's a, I think that is a, a prime factor. And again, just the the little pieces that they acquired, I think that that helps them. But now the floor doesn't get as clogged up because Nurkic also understands how to move on that floor with the dynamic guard. Booker and him should never have too much issues because he understands I got this dynamic guard and I need to make sure that I'm doing what I can to get that ball uh, cranked back out to him to work. So if that's who it's going to be, their starting center. I'm only using him because you never know. They may even still use some they of might these start pieces. E-Banks. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. So Old some Bowl? things, some things could. There's people out there. I'll say that, but um, yeah, there's a lot of people out there. I'm just, I'm just yeah. saying, based off of what I, not to cut you off, but I'm just saying, based no, off no, what did. the Phoenix needs, a center who can defend and protect the rim. I thought. Vogel lied on his application when he got the Phoenix job. He put knows about offense. He doesn't know shit about offense, but he knows about defense. And so if you watch what, what Vogel did with the, in, in 2020 in the bubble when he had Dwight and he had Javel and he was rotating the bigs and he, they were protecting the paint and Dwight was blocking everything, that's a Vogel defense. How is Nurkic going to do that? He's done it before. It was like three years ago. But... <laughs> it's possible. It's, it's possible. been a while. I will say it's been a while. It's been a while since he's been at that level. Aiden just looked like the prototype if we're not looking Agreed. at salary or money. Agreed. He just looked like the guy where I'm like, maybe. Honestly, I was I was like everything I saw on paper with them. And for the Utah, 
They got my boy YouTube Watanabe over there. They, it, 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 the sons are loaded, you know. But now, not so much. Loaded. Um, I'm gonna make mine quick. I def. This is out of all the teams here. I think the the Suns uh, made out worse, but I do think it, it was calculated. Again, I think uh, it was a salary dump to an extent. They wanted to get off some of DeAndre Aiden's money for a, a, a center that was. I don't know what a t- maybe one t- maybe two tiers below, and you know they they they, they, took, they, they took into account um, everything else that came with DeAndre Aiden. Obviously, I mean DeAndre Aiden. People forget DeAndre Aiden literally came out and he was ups- visibly upset because you know he wanted to take more shots uh, last season before they got Bradley Bill. Well, guess what? He's not. He wasn't going to get more shots on this team with Bradley Bill, Devin Booker, and Kevin Durant. He, there's Hell no way nah. he was going to get more shots than he got last season. Um, so I ultimately feel like he was going to be unhappy anyway. Um, so I just feel like they 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 cut they cut bases and they just did what they felt was best for the team. Rel makes a good point about Vogel. It's going to be interesting to see how he remedies remedies because essentially DeAndre Ayton is a perfect. Uh, big for what he likes to run. Um, but uh, Rel didn't bring up the strongest point that he said in, constantly in the group chat. How does this team match up against the world champion Denver Nuggets? How do they guard arguably the most unguardable big that we've had in this year since in, in the NBA since Shaquille O'Neal and Yusuf and uh, Joker? I don't know how they guard him now um, because Again, as good as Nurkic is, he can't guard use of Nurkic. Um, he can't guard Joker. So it's going to be interesting to see that's about facts. that. Right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Anything else? No, I said that's facts. I, that's I right. agree with you. All right. It's time to get to the big loser. So, again, four months. It has been a foregone conclusion that Damian Lillard was going to go to the Miami Heat. And there was even reports that the deal was basically done in July, that all everything, this holdup was just a foregone conclusion for uh for for suitors and in, in places for for third party teams. That this dream was this 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 trade was done. Dame's ideal spot was Miami, and now they're stuck at the altar, holding the wedding ring, waiting for the door to open. Waiting for their bride to come down the come down the aisle. I don't think it's that. And much, the music is no ever, longer playing. I don't think they that sad because I don't think they really gave everything. I think they just showing. I think they were, hate, I, that's the problem. I think they I were too think arrogant. I think they were too arrogant. I think Pat Riley was too arrogant. He. I think they're looking at him. From what Brian Windhorst said, literally the on his emergency pod, he said he hasn't heard that the Miami Heat and the uh, the Blazers spoke since july which was two months ago that they haven't that pat riley hasn't spoken with them since july which is wild um so i don't think that's a way to conduct business if you guys want jimmy butler is not a spring chicken like they them swinging and missing on this says a lot about like you made a joke about pat riley i'm pretty sure you won't make a joke on here because he was he was wild yeah you see now i didn't say all that uh but the heat have to do something because they were ready the eighth seed last year they were on a run uh again people act like they just you know we we forget how improbable their run to the to the finals was um they basically they beat a one seed and they beat the dog shit out of boston they did beat the dog shit out of boston um but they beat boston uh and 
they just they they made a, a run that probably never is gonna happen again in in, in NBA history, um, and they lost two of their core play, players with in Gabe Benson and Max Drews, and they haven't replaced those guys, um, unless you count Josh Richardson and uh, R.J. Hampton, who they just signed today as a I don't know I like R.J. Huh? I like R.J. All right. Um, do you have anything to say about the Miami Heat? And- Nothing. Fuck the Heat. <laughs> Damn. What did All right. You? I, I mean, I they, think it's okay for their, them to- they sat on their hands, and I don't know if that they're not swinging for Embiid. I don't know what's going on. But this was real Danny Ainge's. Remember all that those years when Danny Ainge was doing this in his head of the hands where they could have got Jimmy Butler, they could have got Paul George, and then and Danny Ainge was like, oh, I was going to make the call. I was going to put in another pick to get Paul George, and it just never happened and never translated. Pat Riley don't need to be up there no more. That's all I'm going to say. Very, very interesting. I'll say this. Go ahead. Um, the, the Heat can be bitter, and that's that's on them. I, that's on their management. That's oh on yeah. Speak about what Jimmy. Speak about what Jimmy uh did on the internet. Yeah, today. I, I I think, but it's because Jimmy is a troll. Like it doesn't it don't hold as much value to me because that's I expect I him to say silly shit like that. But again, I don't think that that's gonna stop their culture from them trying to go out and compete. If anything, Jimmy wants to go and compete. Like, I think I think they'll be okay. Um, but again, there's so many teams that haven't showed their hand of what they may have up their sleeve. I feel like that Dame trade is about to be. We're about to start in the next few weeks of some wild stuff happening. Maybe so. I, I can kind of believe that. And from what I was told, once they seen the writings on the wall of the Harden stuff, they. They started setting their sights maybe on Embiid. It's like, maybe we should keep our stuff for Embiid potentially. And it's just like, y'all really think the Philadelphia 76 is going to trade you guys? You guys are like one of their direct rivals. You think they're going to trade you guys? I wouldn't wouldn't doubt that something crazy could happen. The East has been doing nothing lately but surprising me. So wouldn't doubt it, Um, you know. Why not? At this point, if they're going to rebuild the way they sound like they want to do, fuck it. You know, I mean, yeah. you gotta, you're got you going to have to get away from Harden and, and his stand on your reputation, even though 76ers have a bad reputation of, of how their organization runs shit. So fuck it. Um, you, you're not going to sustain Joel. If, if Harden walks out that door and then Joel goes back to being an average uh, – <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying he's average, but just, you know, having to fight tooth and nail just to get into playoffs, he's not going to be happy. Right. You're not getting, they're not, you're not really getting compensated fully for James Harden's departure. You know, so if it's, and then shit, James Harden might fuck around and get put out the league due to all these antics. So that's going to be weird. We shall see. Um, interesting. I'm proud of us. We did a whole pod without mentioning Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, man. We're good. I, I, I'm just, I'm so proud of us. Um, I didn't think we was going to be able to do it. Um, but wasn't important. I'm, um, I'm, I'm very, very proud of us. I will say this, the fact that they already anticipated and who didn't know this, uh, that she's going to be at their Sunday night football game. Who did, uh, Ch- Rail, you know, who, who, uh, who the chiefs play on Sunday night football? 
play the Jets. The Jets in New York. Yeah, they're gonna spank. They're gonna they're gonna literally put a mud hole in probably Zach Wilson's last start as a starter. Hopefully, um, uh, they're, gonna put a mold, they're, they're gonna put a mud hole in the Jets. Um, and they're already announcing that Taylor Swift's gonna be in attendance. So, yay football! Great. Hey. My homegirl says she thinks it's a, a publicity stunt. No, it is 100%. That's why I didn't want to come here and say it, but it, it, I think she's trying to sell her album. And and, and Travis, you know, I, I had his stats, but I didn't, you know, I didn't want to say it. Everybody did. Did, did y'all see the stats about Travis Kelsey? Everybody, Look, man, he he's no longer invited to the barbecue, so we don't care anymore. So uh, Travis Kelsey obviously gained 300,000 actually it's 400,000 social media followers since the game uh last Sunday uh 400 increase in merchandise sales for his jerseys he's a top 5 jersey sales person now uh and obviously the Swifties wasn't guy. even down bad I know he wasn't uh, like believe, everybody loves and him and I think his podcast which again I don't I don't want to shit on his podcast I don't listen to it but which is already a popular podcast I think it now it's like number two or number one in sports podcasts but again the swifty effect um all right y'all great pod um great medium emergency podcast appreciate you guys um so pharrell uh who still has the mic the the, the camera off clips i'm kev we're those millennials and we'll guys catch you on the next one uh go aces go fucking aces